Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. Hi, everybody. Boom. Welcome to the Trying to Be Better podcast with Joel and Steve. My name is Joel. I'm Steve. And I'm not going to laugh today because you made me self-conscious about it. Oh, I like your giddiness. I like your... I like your... There it is. <laughs> there it is. There's that was the... a force. That was completely natural. It just happened. Um, This is a podcast. Welcome to it. We're in triple digits now, buddy. 101, baby. Mm-hmm. 101. This is, it's literally trying to be better 101. Trying to be better 101. That's Welcome right. to the introduction to trying to be better. We've trained ourselves for the last 100 episodes, and here we are to teach you how to be better. That's My office true. hours are Tuesday and Thursday from 1 to one fifteen by appointment. <laughs> by appointment only. By appointment only. Don't just show up. Please don't just show up. Right. Um, uh, there is no <laughs> syllabus, but we want you to read it and know it and live it. And we have no schedule because <laughs> we're going to keep you on your toes. Right. Welcome to class. But just know the test is coming. Actually, it's today. Take out a sheet of paper. <laughs> 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 Woo! I, once, I once tried to do a pop quiz, which I, I, <laughs> I have to just like remember that this was just this one particular individual and if you're out there listening somewhere i tell this story a lot i doubt that they are listening but if they are uh, one day i was like i'm gonna do it. it's pop quiz time everybody take out a piece of paper and one of my students from the back of the room was like this is fucking bullshit <laughs> it's like wow okay all right somebody didn't read right yeah what are you drinking there? What you got? I have a strawberry hibiscus Nixie sparkling water. What's Nixie? That's new Nixie, to me. Nixie is a very, it's, it's fucking sparkling water. That's more expensive than other <laughs> sparkling waters. And uh, they put it, does it have like fruit juice in it or something? No, it's completely. Okay. I will say though, it's the flavor. They got the flavor combination. Correct. It doesn't taste like a rainy day. No, it tastes like a, it tastes it tastes amazing. It's not too much. It's not too little. Uh-huh. It's perfect. And it's also like they put it in the health food section and they sell it at like, you know, fucking the co-op and whole foods and they charge right. more. Yeah. But it's uh, okay. really good. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm rocking with the, this Kirkland brand sparkling water. Now that which is lo- it's a little less like expensive. A no, it actually tastes really good. It's legit. I mean, we're kind of we drink a lot of sparkling water in our house and uh, this stuff is uh it's top like it we always have it on on hand it's great i've got a controversial topic oh god i just thought of this thank goodness bring it so i was at i think it was last summer i was riding bikes with people and we we went down we were with matt martinowski and some folks and we went down to why haven't we had him on the pod because we're assholes and so is he so you know well that'd be a good show the asshole in me sees the asshole in man. Oh, and you, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, excuse me. Um, God, come on, man. Let's have some decorum. This is a high class <laughs> podcast. So we're on this ride, and we are going down to eat some, like you know, there's a pop up, you know, tacos but, or something. Yeah, pop up thing at this at this bar, and. Uh, I'm like, I'm going to get a, I wonder if they, cause I had just been to Portland and I had a mocktail, right. And in this mocktail at this restaurant in Portland, they put like, um, like, oh God, I'm going to screw the name up. Like, but botan- it's like fake. It's not even like, it's not fake gin or vodka. It's not like de-alcoholized. It's like a, a botanical mix of things that creates this bitterness, but with it's zero alcohol. It's not like near beer or anything. Anyway. But I was thinking I'm like that. you had that in Portland. Yeah. Okay. And it was delicious and wonderful. Okay. And it and so uh at the bar I was, I was like, "Hey, do you have mocktails or anything?" She's like, "Yeah, I'll make you something up." And she she made this thing with uh hop water. 
So it's it's basically just sparkling water with hops in it, zero alcohol. It's not like O'Doul's or yeah. Bud Zero or whatever shit. It's just straight up hop water, but you can't get it. You can get it at Target, but it, you have to go to the alcohol section. They don't just have it. Well, that's not true. I got some in an end cap, but anyway. And Where's the controversy in this? I don't know. Well, I just feel I, uh, as a sober man, I, I feel like I have for a second. I have stayed away from near beer, near beer. Sure, right. I've stayed away from that because there is a little trace amount of alcohol in it that kind of. I've had it and I don't like it, and well, it's not. I don't know that it's. Why for would me, you but, do that to yourself? Exactly. Exactly. But to me, this, that's like I'm really okay being sober, but I'm going to drink the beer out of the green bottle that I miss so much. <laughs> there is okay so i was talking to another sober person who i will allow them to remain anonymous and they were kind of making the case though for there is a trend of like zero alcohol non-alcoholic drinks becoming more part of the you know uh bar and you know cocktail world mainstream True. and there is that thinking of like oh I, I i need this thing to fit in but it's also like there is a there is a it is nice to be included in the mixology world and have something that is interesting and fun and pairs well with stuff that doesn't have any alcohol in it. You feel like instead of standing there with a diet coke, you're standing there with a with an actual cocktail. It just doesn't have any alcohol in it. And the hop water thing was like weird because it does have hops in it, so it kind of reminds you of a a beer. But anyway, I, I'm a big fan in the Egger household. We have a oh. lot of hop. I, I love the hop water because it's basic. It's basically just hop flavored sparkling water. You know, it's got actual hops in it and you you, you can mix it with stuff, but it's uh, it's really great. I'll Sorry, take your I, word for it. You don't dig it. You wouldn't dig I it. I've never had it. I feel like you should try if you're into it. I feel like. Here's the thing. Like I, I was with somebody else who was who had an NA beer. There are right? like, like two beers that I actually miss. One of them is Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, and the other is Newcastle Brown Ale. Newcastle. So yeah. like Pale Ale, those are but supposed why, to be kind of hoppy, right? Sure. I, I'm not. A, I don't know. I just like the way you it don't tastes. Know. I don't care. Like can I, I get, those. Can it like get me back, where I need to go? No. Like back in the day, I got turned on to Sierra Nevada pale because i lived in the sierra nevadas and it was kind of around yeah, yeah. um you know what i'm saying and this is yeah. before the whatever brewery explosion situation you know it was like budweiser or sierra nevada <laughs> yeah or whatever you know yeah. and or guinness right you know uh so yeah i mean those things are very enjoyable as a flavor experience but mostly like it says in our literature i was in it for the effect yeah yeah right right oh yeah me too it's like i i i mean i enjoy the occasional foofy coffee drink but really what i want is the fucking caffeine yeah yeah <laughs> like, well that's that's the thing with this i don't i think the i think the brand name is lagunitas i don't know if i'm saying that right no the brewery Oh yeah, the company that makes this, but yeah. it comes in cans now. I bought some at Target. I, I, I it's called like it's not called hop water. It's called like hop refresher or something, but it's fucking amazing. I love it. Okay, I Maybe love it. Let you enjoy the flavor of it and the experience. I actually enjoy. That's the thing. I actually does enjoy it taste the like flavor. beer? So it tastes like hops, which hops they use in making beer, but it doesn't taste like beer. It doesn't taste like a lager or uh, an IPA. It I mean, it is tastes it, like, is it expensive? Um, no, I don't think it's expensive. Hmm. You know, like they have a four pack of bottles for maybe, I don't know, seven or eight bucks, maybe something like that. Hmm. And then I got an, I think I got an eight pack of cans for about the same amount. Target has it. So, I mean, I'll, maybe I'll give it a whirl. Like maybe bring right me one. Why don't you bring one to my house and, I, I will, I'm going to hey, look for some, you and Kirsten over again, bring some hop water. I'll bring some hop water. Okay. The real, the real controversial question is smoking CBD. What? Like, like the cannabinoids, like, why like, would you do that? Uh, because you, I mean, I take a CBD tincture every day. Sure. Like I'm Full hip disclosure. to that. 
Right. Yeah. It's like broad spectrum. There's zero THC. Yeah. The same, they have the same thing, uh, but in a rolled joint format. Well, okay. So it's just uh, the flower. It's not actors. They've like chemically. Yeah. Remove the THC. Yeah. They, they got a wizard. Well, to come not, I mean, they're, I mean, like high grade, not shitty Mexican fucking brick weed. weed. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like actual high. I mean, that there's definitely gradients of quality in marijuana, and high end, high grade marijuana is genuinely delightful to smoke. Never mind right. the effects that it produces. Right. Because it right. tastes and smells wonderful. Right. Like it's actually very like wow. That's how does something taste and smell so good? Yeah. You know? They have figured that out. And so like that's PH3, like I can, like just to have that experience, like if you can't whatever be uh uh ingest THC, the active ingredient for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't, but um like that's I can I mean I can kind of see that. Yeah. The, and, like, and it's I, similar to like smoking a pipe or a cigar, exactly. you know, without nicotine. Right, or, like or a clove or a herbal cigarette or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like smoking cloves. It's incredibly bad for you, but I enjoyed them. And it's it's similar. I mean, there's a little bit of a... I mean, I I do... I will say that I, I, I feel as though my sobriety is kind of very precious to me, and I was trained in that way. So, like, introducing things like this has been controversial internally, but it probably to the world, it's not a big deal. But, you know, <clears throat> I will say that, like... I live with ongoing anxiety and I will mm -hmm. say that the CBD tincture, the broad spectrum, zero THC, THC mm -hmm. stuff helps me with my bodily anxiety. And I'm very grateful for that so that I don't have to take freaking Valium or whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. You know that's what I mean, mm -hmm. and, and I have partaken in, in CBD joints that are not, you know, that are oh, not, this is new information. I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm revealing it to the public. <laughs> well great i mean yeah it's, I, and it doesn't it does not get you high it does i like i was very nervous about that mm -hmm. i do not it's not it's like once a, in a blue moon right right like once every few months maybe but yeah yeah it does not get you high at all but it does have i mean i like again i, I it was kind of yeah i like to smoke i like cigars i like right. i you know and well, so I, like, I, I can, like I enjoy smoking as well, you know, and that's yeah. I, like I can kind of see that mm -hmm. um, yeah. just because I mean, that's really excellent. Marijuana is a really excellent experience. Yeah. Just the smoking of it. Never mind the, you know, the after effects. And that's a whole other conversation. But, you know, right. Yeah, if it if it at all, it would you know like the like literature in recovery talks about like the recoil from it as if from a hot flame. Mm -hmm. There's also like the part of me that's like, am I enjoying? Am I am I trying to steal some of the atmosphere of this? It's like no, right. no. Not and at see, that's all. I mean, like I don't think I'm gonna rush out here and try and buy a CBD joint because mm -hmm. that to me that's a slippery slope. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, you, I think it's a I hop, skip, and a jump. You know, I don't, especially plus I live in a state where stupidly marijuana is still illegal. So yeah, yeah, right. Which is idiotic, and maybe we should well instead of instead of making it legal and and taxing it and lowering our fucking property taxes, let's keep suing neighboring states. Right. <laughs> that but are see, reaping all. Let's let's do gambling. Right, gambling. That's a great thing to get behind. Right. But but trying to have some sort of medicinal value to thc it's okay i want to be very clear here because it's like i had no intention of even talking about this today so here well, we are, are. kind of it's a little like uh-oh but like it's it it and i and i it, it is not in any way it's it's the same thing as like the hop water right and like yeah. i don't think that i i have to be really clear that like i i, I don't think that i'm stealing some of the excitement of you know, uh, uh, you're lying to yourself. <laughs> you're lying to yourself. Well, okay. The, yeah, the, I do enjoy smoking it. I do enjoy the, the, the essence of it. I like the smell right. of it. It in no way. I mean, I've been high. That's the thing. Kirsten was like, have you've been high? I'm like, yeah, I've definitely been high. 
when you do that, do you feel high? And I'm like, not at all. Like, yeah. not at all. So it's like, okay, you know, um, I, it's not a daily thing, but it's like, yeah, yeah, I've, I've definitely tried that. I don't think that it's like one of those things where I'm, oh shit, I got to do this all the time now. It's, it's really weird. So, well, maybe you're cured. I don't think I'm cured. I definitely am not cured. <laughs> anyway. Joel, are you okay? Yes, Steve. I am okay. All right. I'm it's a little, it's a little like it's a little uh it's a little uncomfortable maybe to reveal because I feel like there is this Oh, the judgment's coming, buddy. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, I'm totally <laughs> sure. And that's the thing, like <laughs> I think I think oh, I will God. say that I I will say that daily I I ingest a CBD tincture and I have yeah, absolute no, I have no problems with that sure. and the the CBD flowers is the same thing it's just smokable right so yeah. like I I have I understand the truth of it mm-hmm. um, but I also understand that like there is I would not recommend that for somebody who's just like trying to get sober no that's right? yeah right you know yeah, what I mean no, I hear you yeah, yeah yeah you know what I mean like it, it it's the same thing like I, I talked about it in a meeting mm-hmm. the other well night. it's like you probably like if you're you know 17 days sober and quote trying not to drink maybe going to the bar you hang out in isn't the best idea totally. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I talked about it in a meeting the other night, like yeah. when I was getting sober, I w- held a root beer bottle and felt really weird, Yeah, you know? So it's like newly sober. I couldn't even drink a root beer bottle. Right. You know, um, excuse me. I just belched again. I don't, this Nick, it's the Nixie dude. I'm telling you, that's that what really, it is. Really potent carbonation. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, well, that's, bring like, the judgment. I'd love I mean, I'd love to hear some feedback on this or questions about it, but I'm not like advocating it for any You're not an up uh what's the evangelist for No. CBD I'm not saying joints. everybody needs to do this, and I certainly would never push it on somebody who is 10 minutes sober, 10 years right. sober, 50 years sober at right. all. Oh, you're you've been sober for 3 days and you're anxious. Here, have a CBD joint. No. No. And and in <laughs> fact, like this is an interesting topic because I think that right now in our over medicated world, Ugh. new sobriety presents itself. And I'm not a doctor. Big surprise. But new sobriety presents itself like, you know, about everything under the sun. Pretty like, much. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's Anxiety, like yeah, you could... paranoia, depression, schizophrenia, Tourette's, depression, <laughs> Tourette's. That's a big one. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Manic, depressed. Manic. Yep. In, in a span pain. of three minutes. Parkinson's. You shake a lot. I mean, you can get. Yeah. You know, whatever. So, yes. No, I. I'm not trying to advocate for this for anybody. I just. I will say though, that. Uh, uh that. Being open. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm, we're gonna call this one. Joel's a dopehead. Ding dong. <laughs> You remember that quote from way back. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I'm a ding dong. I don't I wouldn't consider myself a dope. Oh, well, yeah. I mean Dopey. Bra- brass tax. I am a dope head, but I don't right. consider this this particular uh <laughs> path does not make me a dope head. Dope head uh, ding dong. Dope head ding dong. Yeah. <laughs> I, I the C B D the the CBD world is interesting and it did make me very nervous and I had to do my own sort of investigation on things, but it is well to me, to me the CBD situation is just um it's it it's well it's along the same timeline of the um um uh, the whole psychedelic thing mm. which is you yeah. know coming back into well being legal and yeah. um actually there the Michael Pollan book How to Change Your Mind is fascinating. Um, and it's, everybody should read it because, um, I mean, like research on psychedelics was, was, uh, banned and censored and there was lots of it in the forties and fifties and all of the results were, yeah, this is, I mean, there's some, obviously we need to, you know, be careful, but there's a lot of good that can come out of this. And then that research all got just shoved into closets and, oh um, yeah. And because of, you know the government being scared that people are going to say, wait a minute, you're fucked. <laughs> well, the the footage, the footage of like, you know, uh, army cadets trying to just get in formation while on LSD right. scared the shit out of them. They're like, right. we can't even 
control that no this is no, bad this is that yeah right <laughs> you know and people saying wait a minute the reality that you're presenting us doesn't work for people <laughs> yeah yeah the, yeah that was very that's one of my favorite quotes about that and i'm going to butcher it a little bit but I think it was John Barlow that said, you know, the reason why psychedelics, I mean, psychedelics are dangerous, but not in the way that people that you're being told that they're dangerous. Yeah. They're dangerous in the sense that they make uh, human authority seem silly and funny. Right. And if you want to know danger, laugh at authority in America. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it shows you, it shows you the, for lack of a better way to put it, it shows you the matrix. It shows right. you. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, you can't stay there. Like, I don't, I wouldn't consider it a full on switch, like a blue pill, red pill or whatever situation. It doesn't leave you there. No, it does not. But it shows you behind the curtain for sure. Right. And it's like one of those things where, yeah, you kind of get a glimpse of the, um, the simulation a little Mm -hmm. bit. Actually, Josh Corda's recent, Josh Josh Corda, the Dharma Punks NYC. Yeah, um, He's got a podcast. Those of you that are are unfamiliar. Yeah, it's great. He did a little thing and he mentioned psychedelics in there, but he basically is talking about, you know, meditation practice as a way to um, see clearly the bullshit stories we're telling ourselves about reality, you know, and that the stuff between our ears is, you know, really not it's conditioning and it's really like evolutionary trying to evolution, trying to keep us from getting eaten, but it's right. not, really. which has been those evolutionary things have been co-opted and manipulated by forces that don't always have our best interests at heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hyper capitalism. He keeps, right. he's on a trip lately, lately of mentioning that hyper capitalism a lot. And it's like, or Man, I just stage started, capitalism. Right. I just started to like wrap my mind around how inundated we are with capitalism. Now you're calling it hyper cap. It's like super storm, you know, or whatever. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> okay. But yeah, he's right. I mean, it is hyper capitalism, but yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So I, you're right. Back to your original point, though. There is a lot of. I think when we when science starts to kind of re- realize the benefits of certain things, I think there mm-hmm. are are ways in which we can rethink how we see things. I'm not going to go out and microdose shrooms or anything. You know what I mean? Like I think that I I don't want anything to alter my reality, and I have not yet done anything in my sobriety that has affected me from the neck up that has altered right. my sub- altered my reality or my perception. Um, besides just plain old you know waking up and spirituality um i don't i think that an old an old mentor sponsor of mine said that we have lost the right to chemical peace of mind if i am looking for chemicals to give me peace of mind then i'm toying with my well so how does the cbd tincture fit into that because how i experience it Mm -hmm. is that it does not affect me from the neck up I don't feel, I feel zero euphoria. Oh, it's more of the body piece. It's way more. It, that's exactly the point of it is that they have found scientifically to is- extract the psychotropic effects, the THC that is the mm-hmm. psychotropic stuff that gives you mm-hmm. that, you know, whatever that euphoria yeah. and um, extract the benefits of the cannabinoids, which is the CBD. Mm-hmm. Right. And that is the thing that, and, and, and I mean, I, again, I'm not, big shocker not a scientist but anxiety really is a bodily experience it's not mm-hmm. necessary it's not a thinky experience right so no, that's interesting it does help with it really does and it helps with chronic pain too it helps with well yeah you know so there's that's been documented for decades totally so instead of like you know taking four ibuprofen every eight hours yeah or whatever yeah yeah not that I experienced that kind of chronic pain, but I definitely have come to really in, uh, experience. And again, I'm not just relying upon a tincture to make me okay, right? It's like, yeah, I do all the other things, right? I think that's the important piece, right? Totally. You're not yeah. look. You're not. You're like. You're not like getting the 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 whatever dropper out. Like, fuck, I got to get this in me now so that I can function. <laughs> yeah. Or you know what? I don't need to go to that meeting or call right. that person. Or I got you this know. now. 
I got this now. I got. I have. I have a better solution in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. This like one's that. gonna work. This one's gonna work. Yeah. No, it's not like that at all. Um, but I, I think that I, in 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 being really vulnerable and and open, I think that I am a, I, and I'm not saying anybody that takes prescribed medication is somehow wrong i just think for me i i am a candidate for those prescribed medications and i'm i'm open to that if it gets bad enough but i i think that the the combination of more importantly the the spiritual actions i've taken but this has also helped with that bodily experience and um in ways that i originally came to scoff at right so sure yeah no i get that you know yeah i tried the cbd for a little while it's been a while um, and I, it just didn't, I, I guess that's a thing, but that was yeah. my experience with it. It didn't really help enough to, like, I didn't, I didn't notice enough. I kind of, it kind of maybe, I just didn't think it, I was like, this isn't worth the money. Basically <laughs> it's kind of yeah. where I landed on it. Right. Yeah. So. I think that it's also like, yeah, I don't think that it reacts the same with everybody, True. you know, like. Well, that's, you know, I, one of the, I guess it well, I guess wasn't one of the last conversations I had with my dad, but we were, it was right before lockdown. It was February of when did, was lockdown 2020 or 2019. I can't remember. 2020. 2020. Yeah. I was down and I met my parents down in Texas for a family reunion. We were just kind of talking one night and I'm, you know, my dad's just kind of pondering like what his next move was. I'm like, you should go to Colorado. <laughs> I told him, I'm like, you like pleasant experiences and things i'm like what you should do is go to colorado yeah. and find a very high-end dispensary and spend a weekend hanging out <laughs> what was his answer to that was that he like kind of like he wasn't a hard no like he was you know in his own yeah. way kind of open-minded about things he's like yeah hmm. i don't think he ever did but i know yeah. he never did but uh hmm. like if i mean if i was 77 years old and retired and had money and time to kill right you yeah. know <laughs> like what's 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 to lose exactly i mean because that i mean i think once you got over the stigma of like dope head ding dongs and back <laughs> alleys and you know criminals and and that sort of thing like no actually you can go to like a hyatt regency-esque whatever <laughs> pick your high end go to a really expensive dispensary you know yeah. high yeah. end where they have concierges and you can mm-hmm. spend the afternoon trying things and they'll explain everything to you just like you would at like a, whatever high end clothing store. Exactly. Yeah. You know, go spend yeah. the afternoon. Yep. Blow 500 bucks. I guarantee it'll be enjoyable. <laughs> you know, Well, the thing is, it's like, that sounds nice and wonderful for somebody who doesn't have what, what we have. Right. And that's, oh, the yeah, thing. 100%. well, it's like, just like, I'm not going to go to a high end sommelier. Did I say that right? right? Small, yeah, you, you nailed Small it. In. Yeah, you know, to spend the afternoon tasting wines, because what'll end up happening is I'll end up crying. And, you know, they're well, like, yeah, especially it's like, oh, well, you spit it out anyway. It's like, no, 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 I'm no, not no, spitting no, any of that out. I will end up like the guy in Sideways that's drinking out of the spittoon. Yeah. That's what will end up happening. I, it's funny, but I could see a version of myself as my addiction and alcoholism be like, absolutely, yeah. Well, I mean, that's how it starts. It's like, well, you spit it out and the group's going and yeah, I mean, I'll go, what's wrong? I'll taste some wine. No. It'll be fine. I'll taste some wine. It'll be fine. No. Four hours later, I'm chugging out of the spittoon, yelling at somebody. And then I throw the spittoon across the room, storm out, and then start crying behind the bus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, that's right. what that would look like. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like, it's one of those things where, you know. Yeah, my my hour, well, my, how I experience my recovery is that it's it's that's that's the thing that uh, gets ignited, right? Yeah. If I get any sort of like euphoric relief from reality, I'm whole hog. I'm all in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I told you about the fentanyl thing when I had my colonoscopy. There's a 50 year old story for you. Hey, oh, right. Yeah, you know, I had my regular. Uh, did you? I don't know. Let's stop. Well, you did now. Let's the... hear it. Yeah, no, I got it was one of those deals where usually if I see a doctor, I tell him like I'm an addict. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No opiates, no nothing. I wasn't thinking about it. And because uh, the last time I had a colonoscopy because I had a thing, um, they used 
I don't know, like twilight sleep or something like a gas to not put me under. Cause you got to go under. And, uh, so I wasn't really thinking about it. And as I'm on my side and they're getting ready to knock me out to do the colonoscopy there, uh, I asked them like, well, Hey, what do you use to knock me out? And they go fentanyl. And I went, huh? And then drifted, <laughs> you know, more, like before they it, even put it in more, please. Woke, <laughs> no, I woke. Yeah. I woke up, you know, and went home but i mean like that it messed with me yeah like yeah. for about a month probably because yeah. it was so like it was it wasn't just euphoria it was complete freedom yeah it was complete I... complete utter freedom for four seconds before i faded out you know yeah and uh like that was enough like i get yeah. it opiate yep. addiction is just i mean that's it doesn't if i'm dying now fine yep you know, that's, if my life is burning down around me, I sure. Yeah. Because as long as this, I have the warm blanket of this, fentanyl, this is where the action is at. Everything else is not this. Everything. I had a, I had a similar experience sober when I was in grad school. Cause I had, I, there was a, there was a, I think it was the second year I was there for three years. So smack dab in the middle of my time there, I was starting to say yes to projects. Right. So I was doing I had like three or four things I was supposed to do, like shows, right? Mm -hmm. One was like a short film. One was a show. One was this. One was a student project. And it was like, I said yes to all four of them. And they were all at the same time. And oh, I boy. had a legit fucking breakdown, like panic mm -hmm. attack. Because I thought, well, I can't say, I said yes, I can't back out. And I learned the, you know, the value of a holy no at that point. Anyway, I had a, I had a panic. I'd never really, I've had these experiences my whole life, mm -hmm. but I was like, you know, I remember laying in bed with Kirsten at our apartment and I said, I think I'm having a heart attack. I think I need to go to the ER. I didn't oh, really wow. know. Like it was a panic attack. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was so intense. So we go to the ER and they gave me a, they gave me hospital grade Valium, right? Yeah, yeah. Like boom, mm -hmm. right away. Yeah. And then they gave me a script for it when I left mm -hmm. and I left that script on my dresser for a week before I mm -hmm. tore it up and threw it away. Right. And I was like, you know, cause I was like that. I went from being annoyed at the beeping machines and pissy with Kirsten and, mm -hmm. you know, all, and it was, it, like you said, it was instant relief. It was mm -hmm. instant, you know, and I'm like, if that was prescribed to me and I mm -hmm. felt that way, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah. Well, and I, that's the, that's our, that's our balancing act, you know? Yeah. And that's what I keep coming back to for so many things is that, um, um, the spiritual program outlined in the various 12 step programs um, does for me very slowly what certain chemicals do very quickly. Yep. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, I, and you know, I'm a big fan of quick <laughs> gimme, you know, <laughs> gimme. big fan gimme. of that. Yeah. But what they don't, I mean, they don't, they don't arrest self-centeredness. No. They don't arrest self-seeking. They don't. They don't eradicate a resentment. No, they don't. They can <laughs> medicate the resentment. Yeah, it's like putting it on a nice warm pause for yeah, a while. Yeah. That's yeah, one yeah. of the nurses at my work has a thing. It says, "I can't fix stupid, but I can sure shit medicate it." <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Is her name Nurse Ratchet? <laughs> <laughs> no, she's a really nice lady. Actually, yeah. I mean that's you know, but I mean like that. It, it yeah it's it's it, never... it weirdly appeared when covid started so ah uh, yeah i uh yeah no chemical that has given me that euphoria has ever um encouraged me to show up to work on time or taught me anything about accountability right weird yeah i know it's weird yeah. that's what one of our friends one of our mutual friends said a long time ago like if they ever do like come up with like a like the guy like an ant abuse that like actually works like that's fine but uh, the person that invented that should be forced to live with 30 of us for 90 days. Yeah. <laughs> That's perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We'll see how that well that actually works. Yeah. Uh-huh. Or, or the old adage, like, if I could drink and use normally, I would drink and use all the time. That's right. I'd be drunk right now. <laughs> normally. I would be, I yeah, just normally drunk on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Oh boy! How's it going, Joel? The podcast? Oh man, yeah, that podcast would be dead on arrival. <laughs> well, people might listen just for the morbid curiosity. Yeah, of it. the the 
yeah the the motorcycle crash value of it right exactly yeah yeah you know did you listen to the beastie boys book abrupt subject no I, no here's I the downloaded thing. it okay go ahead it's so good it's I know. so good and i'm not i mean i don't think i've ever actually bought a beastie boys album they've always just been around yeah since gotcha. 1985 or whatever you know right right i mean license still man i remember when they played pershing auditorium and and like it was like the christian you know yeah. moral majority was freaking out because these they had guys the giant were coming, they had the 30 stuff. foot hydraulic cock <laughs> And I mean, it's all just a goof, you know? Right, right. But I mean, so anyway, um, it's it's such a good book. Even if you don't care about the Beastie Boys, it's such a good story. And the way that it's uh, presented is very innovative. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Yauch was gone. He'd passed by the time yeah. uh, Mike and uh, Adam uh, Horowitz. Adam. Yeah. yeah, Horowitz. Yep. Uh, start putting together. yeah yeah um but i mean the amount of um heart that's in that book and in their mm. stories is incredible i mean they own everything mm. and and like yeah we were dumb ass fucking kids and said a lot of things that in hindsight were great and they totally own it and it's like yeah we're you know we were dumb kids what do you want from us you know yeah i mean when you Uh, put when you get your roots in the like new york punk scene yeah drinking and being punks like you're gonna say some dumb shit right exactly and they did yeah Yeah. but but so the 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 reason i made thought of that is that that um the first uh the the licensed ill tour they i mean they were full like let's go all all gas no brakes you know mm-hmm. but they uh like halfway through the tour got tired of having to play the fool mm. Mm. wow like the they realized like wait a minute people aren't coming to see us as artists they're coming to see us be drunk and loud and stupid yeah and like they really had a moment of self-awareness where like oh that's not oh we have to like we have to do this. Yeah, because this from is what, what I know about their history before that. They were I mean, they really wanted to do actual they you know, they Music. were they it were musicians. Imp- they yes. wanted to do and and hip hop was sort of their vehicle for a bit. Yes. But like they wanted they, to uh, we, Russell Simmons and uh God damn what the producer's name is. Oh, oh, oh. Holy shit. Why Ruben. am I Ru- Rick Rubin. Yeah. 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 They kind of and that I mean it's it's the Colonel Parker Elvis story only uh after that tour and after kind of they saw that uh Russell Simmons and Rick Rubin were in it for themselves, kind of. Mm-hmm. This is obviously their side of the story, you know. But they mm-hmm. had all these plans for the Beastie Boys caricature uh, that was gonna make them rich. Right. And the Beastie Boys were just gonna keep dancing on the strings. Like the Ramones comic or something so, well there were there's like plans for a movie and stuff like that right where they're right. kind of like a hard day's night where they're going to be drunk loud and stupid and mm-hmm. perpetuate that license to ill version of themselves wow yeah and they and they said no partly wow. because Yauch, um like he wanted to do all that he was into film and he was kind of a renaissance dude and they're like yeah no you're not going to do that you're going to do our vision and we're going to take 90 percent of the money wow I and didn't know that book, part of it. Well, that's, I mean, this book's fascinating. And huh. that's where Paul's Boutique came from. Right, right. Which didn't sell well at all because it wasn't what. But, but it's magnificent. Right. 30 years down the road, it's a yeah. masterpiece. It's amazing. Yeah. I listened to it all the way through for the first time ever. Oh, yeah. Three weeks ago. I'd never listened to it all the way through. I've heard some of the, hit, you know, the right. songs, but it's incredible. The High Plains Drifter. Yeah. <laughs> but i mean like that that album is it's amazing no oh, it's well so i good. listened to it on repeat probably not but as an experience to listen to it i mean i'm glad that i did the one the, the, their a, next a, record check your head is the one i listened to on repeat and i, I know you listen to that about all 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 day i'll never get sick of that sure well and that, but that but that's a big departure from paul's boutique oh yeah yeah i mean paul's boutique is like they threw everything in there yeah because they that's could, like it wanted to that's a clinic in sampling too. It's yeah. like like they well, and that's prior to the technology we have today. Yeah. 
Yeah, they were I doing mean, it like on razor level, blades and tape. It's, you know? I mean, it's kind of Sergeant Peppers in that yeah. regard. Well, oh, wow. Yeah. Sergeant Peppers. Dude, that's a great comparison. Mm-hmm. Like they really were that innovative. And that's why like that album, while it didn't sell well in the, you know, the mainstream press was like, oh, boy, they've really shot themselves in the foot this time. And they're yeah. like, yeah, but we're we're being who we are. So go fuck right. yourself. Yeah. Yeah. We're not. <laughs> And we're not, and, we're not the party boys. Like, you know, well, we, they kind of were, but they also, but they had, there was so much more than that. Yeah. And they, they, they chose, they could have chosen the gravy train. Oh yeah. They very much said, yeah, we're not going to do that. And how, that's how what hard would that be though? I mean, it's thank goodness. That, they had, but, that's like, like that integrity, you know? Right. And that, that's what really comes through in that book is like, you look at him, you think, you look at you dipshits, right? Especially <laughs> in the early days, you know, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. that was kind of their stock and trade, you know? Yeah, yeah. But they really weren't, you know, that was kind of uh it's what they were in that moment, maybe. Yeah. But but they weren't they didn't stop growing. Yeah. That's, That's I mean, it was so it was just interesting to read about that first tour where they're out on the road, they're playing Lincoln, Nebraska and Topeka, Kansas, and and the mm-hmm. and the townies are coming out to hear fight for your right. Yeah, all the frat boys is like, this is our yeah, anthem. Yeah. And they're like, and the, and they were looking at that, and like the first, you know, third of the tour is like they're getting paid, they're getting loaded, they're getting laid, they're mm-hmm. having a great time. But after twenty nights of that in a row, your perspective starts to shift a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then this- you and then you have people around you saying, "We want to do this on a larger scale, and we're gonna make a lot of money, and we're gonna give you some of it." Right. Yeah, pretty much. That's basically was. And they, I mean, they actually had collectively had the moment of like, this is not who we are. Wow. Right. And to have that, to have that awareness in, in like, you know, I don't know. I, I'd like to think I'd have the level of integrity, but if somebody's showing me a check with that many zeros, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. How hard is it to be like, but that, that's where like the, the heart of the book comes through. And it's just mm-hmm. so cool to see them grow out of that and into what they became, you know, I and definitely the, need to list. I, I downloaded it and I think I just need to renew it. Maybe I'll well, listen that's, to that that's this so, week. And I didn't know I was giving you a hard time because, you know, the book's cooler than the audio book and I want to give you some shit, but I was reading about the audio book because I want to see what I was missing out on. And the audio book production is just as innovative as the, uh, the hardbound book yeah because they really went to great lengths to make the hardbound book kind of an experience yeah and and so i wonder well how is that going to translate on the audiobook and it's translated by all these amazing people reading reading the stories 20 different random people reading all the stuff yeah and but they're not really random i mean like they were kind i mean strategic yeah yeah and so uh, so i will probably listen to it too just to hear that Wow. Well, I'm almost done with the book and it's fantastic. It's yeah. probably the best quote rock and roll book I've ever seen. It's amazing. And you've read a few of those. Yeah, I've read a bunch of them. There's just, there's a, an honesty and a, just heart, so much mm-hmm. heart coming from those, from those two guys that obviously miss their brother who was de, their de facto leader. Yeah, he kind of was. I, there yeah. is a, do- he was a- the, he was the guiding light. There was that documentary both... that came out. Did you see that? Uh-uh. There was a documentary that was sort of curated by them, and I forgot who directed it. I don't know. I, yeah, my brain is not working. But but it's essentially they did a live show, kind of like they they were talking about their their history as they were probably curating all this stuff for the book, mm-hmm. and it was kind of like you know like a Beastie Boys version of a long TED talk. Sure. Go. Mm-hmm. And then they recorded it and you can, I think it's, I think it's on Apple TV plus. Mm. Um, I have but that. It, I'll look for it. Yeah. It, it, you know, they obviously don't cover as much ground as the book. So that's, sure. that's why I'm stoked to read slash listen to the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beastie boys were huge. I mean, I like, they are like, when I think about, like, I remember my cousin dubbing license to ill and giving it to me you know mm. what i mean like mm-hmm. here kid here you know and like mm-hmm. and i memorized paul revere you know i can <laughs> i can still those lyrics are still in my brain you know yeah yeah well, i still i mean 
I play. I had to play. I was shuttling the girls around, listening to some of the stuff, and I played uh, Five for Your Right to Francesca because she goes, "I like this." Yeah. I'm like, oh boy. Uh oh. <laughs> Ticket. Your teacher preaches class like he's some kind of jerk. Right. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Um, Ma, you're just jealous. It's the Beastie Boys. <laughs> it's so good. So good. It's also mm -hmm. that one is. And th like you said, they owned their misogyny. You know, they owned. Yeah, they their did. Mistakes. They did. They really did. Yep. Yeah. And that's so. Their original drummer was a girl whose name is yeah. escaping me, um, and she has a, a chapter vignette in the book. Oh wow! Yeah, it's great, and she talks about being really how sad she was when they basically fired her. Yeah, and, because uh, she was like a part of the they were they she was the part punk of the punk thing. outfit. Yeah, yep, very much so. Yeah, when they went hip hop, they were like, "Yeah, you're not part of us anymore." You're just not, you don't fit. And she was genuinely really heartbroken about that. And they kind of oh, went yeah. their separate ways for a while. And she watched from the sidelines as license still blew up and all that. And she was kind of like, it made her sad, you know, yeah. like, man, is this what my, my boys have turned into? Wow. Right? Yeah. But, she, but there was also, she like once, cause Yauch reached out to her later and they started working on a thing and it, and it was really like, she realized it, like in hindsight, she says like it was all a joke. Yeah. So like the yeah. misogyny and all that, like they it was just a bad joke that they didn't yeah. realize how you know the inflatable cock and all that. It was just a right. goof. They right. didn't act, you know it was like whatever. Sure, yeah. let's do this. Right. Let's piss off some Midwesterners. It'll be great. Yeah. We're you know? young and stupid, and we don't give a shit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And ten years later, they're like, yeah, that was a little cringy. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. And so and 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 she. In in her whatever vignette says, like I realize, like it, I she then she's like, oh my god, that's hilarious. Mm. Once mm. she got over herself and her heartache, you know, she's like, oh but my that, god, that's that's so funny. Yeah, yeah but that's, like, that's I mean hilarious. that's a testament to the integrity of they of them, right? Because you don't go from you know thirty foot inflatable cock to <laughs> getting invited like se just a few years later getting invited to do the free tibet concert yeah, yeah. you well, know what i mean the, you the, no 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 that wasn't invited they oh, did they that. put it on yeah, yeah yeah they weren't invited to participate they made it happen it was yauch's show that's right mm -hmm. yeah all of that they list mm -hmm. all the bands that played in those concerts it's an amazing list yes it is mm -hmm. i remember and that remember was yauch went to that. tibet and saw the plight of the mm -hmm. monks and was like holy shit we have to tell the world about this so he mm -hmm. did yeah as large right. as he could bigger than live aid bigger than yeah. you know we are the world or whatever right and no inflatable cocks no inflatable cocks right none were necessary yeah <laughs> i mean there may have been one or two people in the crowd going when are they going to do the thing <laughs> <laughs> that's what i came for yeah, this Tibet thing's fine, but where's where's the dancing girls and the cocks? I don't I don't think Fight for Your Right was on the uh, set list that at that show. Yeah, you never know. Like Mick or, Jagger saying in the '60s, he'd rather be dead than playing Satisfaction at eighty. And what's he doing at eighty? Milking it. <laughs> Ride the gravy train, baby. Done. Getting it done. Wow, well, did we do it? I think we did it. We covered a lot of ground. Covered a lot of ground. Yeah. I love it. I really love yeah. doing this. It's great. I love it too. I, I, I feel like when I start recording, I'm laughing because the reason I'm laughing is I know that we have no plan. Yeah, I had no plan <laughs> to talk about anything that we talked about nope. today. And it's it's also it's honestly a little vulnerable, but it's also like, yeah, eh, you know, it can be real here. So word. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Well, I, yeah, I got to get my shit together, obviously. And, uh, <laughs> obviously, go on this trip. I'm going to be, oh, gone you were talking about the trip, huh? You were talking about the trip. Wow. Both. You sure? Yeah. All right. Well, have fun with the, with the youths. Yeah. It'll minds. be good. It'll be a good time. It's a long week, but it'll be a good time. Cool. Well, you know, call if you need to. Oh, I will. Cool. All right, all right man. Love you. Love you too. All right.
Don't forget, toot your hooter.